my mom my mom called me up and I was I was grown I'm 30 some years old grown and uh, in the military and uh, she said you need to come home because your pops is your pops is you know he's dying and he just want to talk to you now in my mind only in my mind I said to my mom in my mind yeah, let him die why I, I don't I don't really care I got to the hospital I came straight off the road got to the hospital and, I, and she said he was in there and I'm like once again she said it I'm like so what I don't really care but I, I obeyed I was obedient I went in there I walked in the room and he looked at me and he said son and I mean just it went through me I mean it went all penetrated my entire soul because I've, I've been waiting for 30 plus years for him to call me son and, and, and me accept it Yo, what's up, everybody? This is James Howard Jr. I'd like to thank you for tuning in today to the JHJ podcast, where our purpose and our goal is to help men honor God in every single part of their lives. So today, um, my guest is a guy uh, who's pretty significant to me. Um, he has, you know, been around and really just helped me with a lot of stuff. Um, he is a retired military major, uh, if you correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, he has worked with uh, with uh, teenagers for a couple years, even after retiring the military and helping with JROTC stuff. And um, I guess, how long have you been retired? Like, for real, for real? Um, since 2009 from the military. And uh, December the 10th of 2020 from the state. And so um, what would you say your days consist of now that you are retired, that you're a retired old man? Well, it, it, it's really tough. I uh, I have to coordinate, um, of course, my VA visits, uh, and I have to make sure they line up with my with my naps and my fishing. Okay, because I got to have those two in there. And everything else, we'll try to fill it in when we can. Yeah, and so just to be clear, this guy right here, his name is James Howard Senior. And if you have not picked up on this already, this guy's my dad. This is the man who helped me become a man. And so um, I thought, man, how fitting would this be for this podcast? It's all about helping men honor God in every single part of their lives. Why not have our first guest be the man that helped me become the man I am today? I'm just saying, I thought it was a good idea. And I mean, I think everybody watching should think that this is a good idea. I just, I just really think it is. I just, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anywho, uh, so uh, Mr. James Howard Senior, tell us a little bit, a little bit more about uh, who you are and what you do. Well, I, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I, I retired as a retired logistics officer. I did uh, twenty-two and a half years active duty in the military, and um, as you're aware, we we had an opportunity to go a lot of places, uh, different different states, different countries. We we toured Italy, toured Europe for a few years, and uh, did some things over there, and came back. And um, uh, came back to the States and actually finished up my career here in Mississippi, where we decided to put down roots because it kind of reminded me of home where, where I grew up, small town environment, just a family kind of cohesive area. And I just kind of really liked it here. Uh, I also had an opportunity to influence young, young, young people, men and women uh, teaching Army JROTC at, at Laurel High School. And um, it, it really helped me to share some of my life stories with them to, to help them uh, get past some of the adversities uh, that they were kind of going through in, in, in their life in, the, in, the, in, that, in that small town. Okay. 
And so you said you are from a small town. Um, where Where's that small town at? Well, it is Oak Grove, Louisiana. Uh, it's about 18 miles south of Arkansas. And it's about 2,000 strong with cats and dogs. Small town, very small town. <laughs> and, and we went from Oak Grove, Louisiana, all over the world, and actually retired in Oak Grove, Mississippi. Yeah. Same colors, black and gold. That's so, crazy. It's it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump right into it today. Uh, we have a list of questions that we're going to ask that are specifically talking about manhood. For the first uh, four episodes or the first month of this podcast, we're going to be specifically asking the question, uh, what is manhood? What is what is being a man look like in today's time? Um, and that's going to be the overall kind of theme for this podcast. And we'll specifically talk about things like finances. We'll talk about sexual and, uh, integrity and different things like that in the future with different guests. We'll talk about um, uh, ministry. We'll talk about all these different ways that men are to live in this world. And so uh, that's what we're going to kick off today, uh, specifically talking about manhood today. And so my question to you, Dad, is um, what does being a man mean to you? What does that mean to you? Uh, it, it, honestly, it means integrity. When, when, when I think about talk with people and, and they know when, when they speak to me, I'm going to give them what's in my heart. I'm going to give it to them straight. And they, they don't have to go back and say, well, what did he mean by that? Is he really practicing what he's preaching? I, I, I learned that the hard way. Uh, but I, I also learned that when, when, you, when you give somebody your word, let, let your word be your bond and, and be real. No matter if it's Sometimes it might be a little hurtful, harmful, but you have to be real and just don't be fake with people. That's what a real man to me means, just being real. So talking about uh, kind of growing up, man, um, Pops, um, what would you say your definition of a man was growing up? Actually, growing up, it was a, a, little, a, little, a little negative in a sense because uh, unfortunately my pop wasn't there uh, for me. And I, I had to struggle with that growing up. And uh, I've told you this before. I, I, I actually, I hated my old man. And I, I just didn't, I didn't think he was a good male role model for me uh, until I got a little bit older. Then, then I realized that, that, and that, that our parents teach us, they've done two things right. No matter what they have done, no matter who they are, crackhead, murder, whatever the case may be. And I, I need to share with some of my students. They've done two things. The first thing they did is they got with your other parent to make sure that you got here. That's the only way God wanted you to get here. The second thing they did is they showed you what to be or what not to be. Growing up, uh, what, uh, what, what drove me a lot of the times was the fact that my dad wasn't there. I told myself that when I become a man, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to be drinking alcohol. I'm not going to smoke. And I'm going to stay with my family. And that's what my old man taught me by his absence. Uh, be a man of integrity. Uh, stay with your family. And don't be don't be ruled by alcohol and smoking. And that's kind of what he taught me about his absence because I knew that's what he did. So. Yeah, that's good, man. I know you've right. had a lot of significant conversations, specifically with teenage men. Um, what, what kind of... Uh, what kind of approach do you take? I guess what do you say to those to those to those boys who uh, who use the excuse of not having their pops in their life um, as a reason for them to 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 be less than what God has made them to be? Well, what 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 I, what I the approach that I use is is first of all, 
um, I, I don't change the standard. If the standard is here, the standard is there, irregardless to what your situation is. Uh, I don't try to meet them where the standard is. I meet them wherever they are so that I can gain their trust. Now, uh, many, many, many young men I had an opportunity to, to discuss some things with about not having a father there. And first thing I had to do is I had to gain their confidence. Because if, if I don't have your trust, uh, your confidence that I'm going to share something with you that's going to be valuable, I mean, everything that I say is going to come out like the Charlie Brown, want, 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 want. So, so the way that I approach yeah. that is I share with them my story. You know, and that's something nobody can nobody can doubt me or question me on or debate me on is is my story. I know that I came from a a fatherless home. My mom raised four boys by herself. She did a pretty good job of it, but I knew that I didn't have a father in my life. Yeah. And and I and, and a lot of the kids look at you know where I am now and they say, "Man, I want to be like you when I grow up." I tell them, "Look, your situation doesn't dictate where you're going to be. You do. You have to make up your mind what you want." Yeah. It, once you make your mind up, then you got to go get it. It's not going to fall in your lap. You have to go get it. But don't use the excuse of I don't have a father because I've been down that road. So I can tell you from experience, that doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. Let it be the motivating <laughs> factor. Yeah. Go get what you want. If you want, go get it. You can't have what I have. You can't have what's mine, but you can have some of the things that I have if you go out and do the things that I did. So a lot of the kids, I just told it to them straight like that and said, look, don't make excuses. No, no, don't do that. Go get it. And I'll help you go get it. First of all, we're going to pray about it. Then we're going to get a plan to get you where you need to be. Oh, man, dropping nuggets around here. There you go, nuggets of wisdom. There you go right there. Y'all give it up for them right there. All right. So um, <laughs> let me ask this question. What would you say was the most difficult part about not growing up with your father present? For 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 me, it was kind of looking around at other kids in the neighborhood, you know, I, I kind of felt that I had did something wrong because my old man wasn't there. I mean, like, it's my fault uh, that, that he wasn't there. I'm the last, I was the baby of the family. So, you know, pops ain't there. So what, what, what did I do wrong? Uh, but uh, I, I later, I later discovered that it, it wasn't me. And uh, I'd like to, I'd like to share with you how my pop really helped me to get past the hate that I had for him. Is it was on his dying bed. My mom, my mom called me up, and I was I was grown. I'm thirty some years old, grown and uh, in the military. And uh, she said, "You need to come home because your pops is your pops is you know he's dying, and he, he just want to talk to you." Now, in my mind, only in my mind, I said to my mom, "In my mind, yeah, let him die. Why? I, I don't I don't really care. Only in my mind." But when mom said do something, it was a uh, yes, ma'am. I'm on my yeah. way. And I got to, uh, I got to the hospital. I came straight off the road. Got to the hospital, and, I, and she said he was in there. And I'm like, once again, she said it. I'm like, so what? I don't really care. But I, I obeyed. I was obedient. I went in there. I walked in the room, and he looked at me, and he said, "Son," and I mean, just it went through me. I mean, it went all penetrated my entire soul because I've I've been waiting for thirty plus years for him to call me son. And, and, and me accepted as a father. He said, I, I just want to share with you that, that the reason I wasn't there for you, son. And I was like, oh, what am I feeling? This, I, I want to be mad. I, I wanted to be mad. And he said, son, I was an alcoholic and I was a smoker. And I just didn't want you to fall in my tracks. I didn't want that for you. Instantaneously, uh, forgiveness came over. I mean, it was like a weight 
like a hundred pound weight was lifted off my shoulders. Right. Now my other siblings, the older brothers, I mean, they were cool with him because they lived in Colorado with him. They they had a great relationship. I just didn't because I was I was mad and I wanted to go home and be mad at him before he died. I wanted him to know that I was mad at you because you weren't there. But the Lord kept him around uh, specifically for me because he knew that we had to bridge that gap uh, between why he wasn't there and why I hated him. And it, I mean, instantaneously forgiveness came and we spent two hours uh, just sitting there chilling and he, he went on to sleep. And, you know, I say he went on to glory because um, he helped me heal the hate. And I share that entire story with, with kids all the time. I mean, I share it for eight and a half years in JRTC. I say, you know, I gave him the whole two things a parents could do. And it makes a difference because forgiveness wasn't about my old man. Yeah. It, it was all about me. He, he didn't know how much I hated him. He had no clue. But when I let that go, God said, okay, you good. You good. Y'all get a couple of minutes and I'm going to bring him on home. And he did. And that was the best feeling I had ever had. I love my old man. He, he, he pushed me. He really did. Yeah. What would you, what would you tell those, those men who grew up without their fathers who still have the opportunity to, uh, to have just some type of conversation reconcile or whatever, um, what would you say to those young men, to those, to those guys, men, period? I, I, I would say the first thing is do not go and talk to your father the very first thing. That's not the first person you need to talk to. You and God need to have a conversation, okay? Y'all need to have a conversation. He needs to... Um, so you need to go to, to the father. That's what you're saying? Exactly. You go to your father with forgiveness in your heart, no matter what they have done. And they may, they may have been an abusive father. They may have been a neglectful father. They may have been all different types of things. But if you have an opportunity to, to go down and to go sit down with your father to have a conversation, talk to the father first to get your heart right so that when you go there, you may be the person that your father needs to hear from our father first. That may save his life. Wow. It really may save his life. It helped save mine. Talk to God first. Ooh, you better preach. You better <laughs> preach. There you go. Yeah. I just want to emphasize, he said, go to the Bible before you go to the Bible. That's good stuff, man. For those of you who are under 18 or, um, or in somebody else's uh, guardianship, is that the right word? Guardianship? Somebody mm -hmm. else is your guardian. Um, if it's safe for you to have a conversation with your pops, I, I, I would say uh, with wise counsel and many people, as much advice from your mom or your guardian, grandparents, whoever you stand with, um, have a conversation with the father, have a conversation with your with your people to see if this is something that is wise to do. Um, and then try to try to take that opportunity to talk. Um, and, you know, there's some situations maybe where that's not the best thing to do. And like I said, man, y'all, um, you need to be praying about it. You need to be talking to your people are around you to see if that's even something that's safe to do but if you know it's safe if you know it's it's something that uh, people around you are aware of and approve of and you have the opportunity um man take the opportunity to have a conversation with your with your pops man because that that can be significant um as you can see with my dad man that that was something that was pretty good what advice would you give to the younger men specifically 18 or under um who are presently growing up without their father, what advice would you give them? 
make sure you find a, a mentor. That's the key. Find a mentor. And and I and I say I would recommend that you find a uh Christ following mentor. Not a Christian, a Christ following mentor, somebody who is after God's own heart, that that wants to uh to do positive uh in the community, to positive in his family, uh and just be a positive Christ like person, not a perfect person because that they don't exist. Only one is ever walked the earth. That was Jesus. The, everybody else, we're, we're trying to get through it, get through it. Learn from their mistakes. I try, I'd share with you some of the mistakes that I made. And uh, I tell you all the time, you don't have to run into that brick wall. I've done it. You don't have to smash your hand with the hammer. I've done it. Now, if you want that pain, that's on you. But this is what happened to me. And this is the result of what I did. So please don't do that. Please don't do that. And, and you could help uh, countless of people when you share your testimony and how you've recovered from some, some, something uh, to help them uh, be the young men that they need to be. Yeah. Last thing, last thing. Um, what was one thing, if you only had 60 seconds to go back in time and talk to your uh, younger self, what would you say? Put forgiveness forefront in your heart and your life will actually be a whole lot better because many times people that you are angry with or frustrated with don't even know that you're angry or frustrated with them. Uh, if you have an opportunity to share that, get it out. Because if, if you don't, the devil's going to use that uh, as, as something that is your weakness. And he's going, he's going to continue to use that. He doesn't have any new games. He doesn't need any new games because we fall for the same old tricks that he always does. And forgiveness is one of the biggest things. Once once you forgive, that just takes weight off of your whole soul. And then God can use you. He can use you more. He can. And then the devil's mad. And our goal is to put our put him where he belongs, up under our feet. Stump his head. That's good, man. That's good. Forgiveness is is key. Um y'all, this is this is James Howard senior right here. This is this is the guy that I came from. Uh, just dropping so much wisdom right here. So I just want to make sure that you guys understand like how significant this is. Like without him, I wouldn't be here. Without him, y'all wouldn't have this podcast. Y'all wouldn't have this YouTube video. Y'all wouldn't have none of this because of this man right here. So again, I want to make sure that everybody give this man a round of applause right here for all that he is, all that he has been in my life and um, the, the countless, countless other young men and women that he has helped uh, throughout his career in the military and with JRTC. Uh, but as we close, I want to play a little game with you. It's called the lightning round. And so this is how the game okay. is going to work. I'm going to ask you a couple of uh, just quick random questions. None of them are related or connected at all, but you have to give up. Give me the first thing that comes to mind. All right. So first question is, okay. what is your favorite combination of colors? Black and gold. I knew that one. Black and gold, by the way, um, FIA, there is right there for all my alphas out there watching. There you go. Your favorite day of the week? Oh, every one of them. I'm retired. I just get to have fun every day. <laughs> he said he's retired. So, yeah, I love every day. Yo, I feel you on that one. If every day was well, a actually, Friday or a Saturday of the week, week, favorite day of the week, the week is the next day. That's it. Is the next day? I got That's you. one I've never yeah, seen. You got you. You got to be grateful for the next one. You get old like you just saying, you know. <laughs> All right. Your favorite city. 
Right. <laughs> you just keep living, no doubt. What would you say your favorite city is in the United States uh, besides the one you live in? Probably Orlando. Okay. What is your favorite city in the world um, other than the one you live in? Uh, Livorno, Italy. Livorno, Italy. Shout out to all my Livorno Italians. Livorni, Livornians? Yep. What, what do you mean? <laughs> Probably Italian. Livornians, man. All right, yeah. <laughs> we, we stayed out in uh, Livorno, Italy. Man, how long have we stayed out there? For about five, six years? How long were we out there? It was about five years. About five years. All right. Yep. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars? Ooh, that surprised me. I thought you Star Trek man all the way. All right. Would you... Oh, wait, let me let me make sure. The original Star Wars. The original. So the original uh yeah. what three or four? Episode episode four, five, and six. All right, so, so the ones that came out when you were younger. Yes. The OGs yes. and stuff like that. I get confused with all the star <laughs> Star Wars stuff now. They got cartoons and everything. I watch uh have you watched The Mandalorian? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What about the book awesome. of Bubble Fit? Awesome. Have you watched that one yet? Not yet. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm gonna work on it. I haven't seen that one yet. Your yeah. favorite holiday? Uh, I would say Christmas because we get a chance to give stuff out to the kids and grandkids. You know, it's it's a big giving day. It's pretty cool. Fill in the blank. LeBron James is um overrated. Oh, overrated. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Invisible invisibility or super strength. Super strength. So again, I'd like to thank my guest, James Howard Sr. For coming, uh, hanging out with us today. Again, this is the very first episode of the JHJ Podcast. And I'd like to thank you for tuning in today. Our focus here is to help men honor God in every single part of their lives. And so if you want more future content like this, make sure that you are subscribed. If you are on YouTube, make sure you hit the red subscribe button. And if you're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, make sure that you follow, connect, or do whatever you have to do to make sure that you are getting the notifications for this here video podcast. All right. Thank you again, uh, Pops, for hanging out with us today. And thank y'all for tuning in. Peace.